What if who I hoped to be was always me And the love I fought to feel was always free Welcome to the Work-Life Dynamic Podcast presented by DT Rosa Management Consultants. Seek a more fulfilling, joyful, and effective way to work. I'm your host, Daniel Rosa, and I'm joined by Jack Varela, oncology business lead of a major pharmaceutical company and my uncle. How are you doing, Uncle Jack? Outstanding, Daniel. Nice to join you. Most of the time when Uncle Jack and I, when we connect, it's during the fall season. It's usually over Thanksgiving. Uncle Jack, do you have any favorite memories of one of our Thanksgivings together? This might embarrass you, but I'll go ahead and share it. So one of the big things we always enjoyed getting together with the Rosa family was just the game playing. And I remember driving from Kansas City to San Antonio and my son brings all of his video game stuff when they were in you know, their early teens. And I'll, Daniel, you're going to smile right now because I know you're, I'm going to get to. So the story is they brought in the NFL a video game and they made their own players as part of the team. And I think, Daniel, you had some guy that was kind of like 600 pounds, you know, six foot eight and would run over everybody. That's one of the best memories I had of you guys dominating uh, the football scene on video screen. He was a Chicago Bear player, too. Yeah, there you go. The fridge lookalike. <laughs> that is actually one of my favorite memories as well. I hate to break into that story. I'm reminiscing right now. I'm laughing so hard. So why am I bringing my uncle onto this podcast? Could you tell us more about your career? Where have you been in your journey? How did you get to this point of being a business lead? Yeah, so I've been in the pharma biotech industry for 37 years now. Can't believe it's been that long in a variety of roles, started in pharmaceutical sales for a small Midwestern company out of Kansas City, but working Chicago. And then slowly through the time, moved into different roles, whether that was working academic centers as a specialty sales rep to getting into management development, getting into management, doing some corporate assignments, which was really fulfilling, where I stayed in the home office and worked in training and development not only from a product uh, expertise standpoint, but working hospital and academic accounts, and then kind of parlayed that into leadership development, where I did a lot of work trying to groom first-line leaders into managers, people that were, were aspiring for those kinds of roles. Really enjoyed that work, but then got back into sales and have been out in the field in the oncology space, helping patients with breast cancer and leading a team of about 13 right now. So I'm kind of in that heyday after 37 years, maybe have, I shouldn't say this out loud, but maybe three or four more years um, and, and then get a chance to enjoy the fruits of my labor. Praise God. That's absolutely amazing. There's been a bounce between management, leadership formation, sales. Which parts have been some of your favorite throughout the years? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I've enjoyed the customer interaction. And when you get into a manager and leader role, you don't have as much interaction with the customer. You're kind of helping your team uh, develop those relationships so that they can represent our products well. But I do get a chance to represent the organization in, in my interactions with oncology experts. And in those interactions, I've really enjoyed that in my career. I think the probably the, the second thing that I've enjoyed the most is just the uh, opportunity to build teams and develop teams. And that's where I think some of the work that you're doing, I really appreciate because I've done that in a lot of different ways over the years. 
that's kind of where we're going from here, especially in, in terms of the six types of working genius. When I came for the awareness walk for cancer with our whole family, you and I sat down to breakfast and I just got to share with you or share with you what I was going through, not only in youth ministry, but where I was going with my career, hopefully in management consulting, specifically organizational health. How did you come across Working Genius? Because the listeners know it came for me on a podcast run. I was trying to work out over the summer. How did you come across this? I'm a big fan of Patrick Lencioni's work. Um, I actually put together some workshops using some of his content and, and felt like, boy, this guy's got an interesting view of working life. And I don't know if I was on his website or if I just got pinged in an email about some of his recent work, but I got pinged on Work Genius, which again, with Patrick Lencioni's name on it, I went to the website and started reading up on it and really liked what um, he was trying to share. And I think it was coincidental, Daniel, that we, after I had that moment that we were having your conversation about what you were going to do in your career, and it kind of blossomed into a possible project where we could work together. That was an awesome time. I was able to sit down with his team my uncle just, he absorbed working genius. He was able to utilize the vocabulary and his team, his team and him have been able to utilize it. So how did you get started using it with your team and or yourself? Yeah. So the initial discussion that we had was just your interest in it and then my interest in it. And then we parlayed that into this moment that I was joining a new team. I'd been with the current company I'm with for a couple of years and was being moved into a new franchise within the organization. And I was gonna have a brand new team, people I didn't know at all. And I was looking for a tool that I thought, okay, this, whether it was some other tools that I've been exposed to over the years in development and, and team building, or whether this working genius, which was kind of a contemporary look at people's strengths, not strengths so, so much as it is what they enjoy doing, that I thought, you know what, I'll use it with my team, my new team, and it'll give me a better, view relative to what their contribution could be in this team that I was being a part of. I think the challenge that I put out to you is, you know, we're all virtual folks. We work from home. My sales team goes out and works in the clinics and academic centers. So when we get together, it's not like we're always working together as one team, but when we get together, we kind of share best practices and try to understand the challenges that we're all facing and have best practices. And I think I saw with Working Genius, the opportunity to probably leverage people's creativity creativity differently, use their desire to get results differently. And then just looking at how that played out within the team, for me, it was real clear that I needed someone that was more task-driven. I'm a creative problem solver. Uh, you're going to have to help me with the work genius language. I, I would say that I'm more on the innovator side, while my team was more of let's get the task done. And this, we just found out how we could complement each other when we got on our conference calls to talk through some of the challenges. Because I would come up with all these ideas. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do that. And then they're like, well, what's the next step in that? What about this? What about this? And then we needed someone to kind of be the energy behind it. And we identified those individuals. So again, working genius helped me identify the roles or the, the, the working genius of each individual. And then we could uh, leverage that as we did some of the problem solving around some of our accounts that we were trying to work. 
if I'm correct, your working genius is WD, which is the contemplative counselor. Yeah. And uh, to me, it really fit well with my role because um, I'm all about the innovation side, but I was what the the idea of being the one that discerns what what is cap- what we're capable of doing what we can do and we work in a highly regulated environment now in, in pharma and biotech so uh, all ideas are great but then there's this constraint of well can we do that legally can we do that from a compliance standpoint and i think that is a gift of mine that i can i can look at ideas and i can start pulling them together and also check to see whether it's the right thing to do did you notice your energy levels or your excitement to work with the team? Did it increase or how did your team respond to it as well? Yeah, I, I think they got a better appreciation for each other and what each other's work genius was. But on our conference calls, I think there was a level of efficiency where I didn't have to bring everybody together to do some brainstorming. There are people that, again, that are very task oriented and they would not benefit from the, ben- the the brainstorming activities. They would benefit from, okay, now we've got a few ideas. Let's kind of work through what would it take. And then we bring them into that conversation, use some of their work genius. So I think it allowed me to lean on the right people at the right time, bring the right people together for a discussion on brainstorming versus you know working through the logistics and the, the tasks. Uh, that need to be identified in order to get that project done. That is fantastic. Pivot on the same conversation, but a different angle. Have you seen it play out in your marriage with Aunt Julie? Have you seen it play out in your friendships with my cousins, your kiddos? Uh, That's a personal question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I guess I haven't um, been very thoughtful in looking through that lens in my personal relationships, but... I can do that real quickly right now. I could, I can look at it and know that, that my creativity, my spontaneity as a working genius is it could rub my spouse, Julie, the wrong way. Cause she's very task driven. Again, I think that's what, why we've complimented each other really well and just celebrated 34 years uh, last weekend. But the idea of um, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll throw out a bunch of stuff and do things last minute that she just doesn't appreciate. She needs time to think through it. She needs to think of the steps involved in doing that. And what is it that what's what is it we're sacrificing if we choose to do that? So, yeah, I, I could see it play very well on the personal side. But to be honest with you, I hadn't really thought of it until now. I asked that question because the podcast is called the work life dynamic podcast, saying that work and life at times in our year, sometimes we have more work, sometimes I have more life. It's not a balance. I never liked that phrase because it does change. And I can recall when we were there last year, when we planned that one day after the, after their walk to have the lunch and then we had the snacks and then we did cocktails. We did the, the pumpkin carving. We watched baseball and then we fit like, Everything was so crisp. I knew where I was going. And in that, I was able to not only find time to hang out with everybody, I had time to nap, had time to go for a little prayer walk. And it just, there was that. But then I remember when David and I, David's my brother, we made a new rub for the ribs that you were doing. We must have tried, was it mustard? Uh, you gave us a couple of the Kansas City rubs. Yeah. Uh, 
So I, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it come to life what, right now. One other observation, <laughs> going back to the personal side, you know, I, I've been in, in development of individuals for many years and have been exposed to a lot of content. And Julie doesn't take to that too well when I try some of the techniques that I've learned in these classes. So that was another reason why maybe uh, I was a little hesitant to use it with Julie, but I could definitely see it. I'll tell you, in the other areas I could see it in, you know, the stage of life that we're in, we're empty nesters now, and you have um, our adult kids starting their careers. And, and the idea behind finding out what they're gifted at and seeing how that's flowed into their work, I think working genius can help certainly guide them in that as well. One thing that Pat says about retirement is that's the time when you can fully work and live in your working genius because sometimes work in life is a six letter task one of the fruits about retirement he says and i don't i don't know maybe i'm about 40 years away from it hopefully 30 <laughs> is is specifically that question how can i simply live in this genius because i know when i've worked in too much tenacity and i go home and i'm absolutely zonked and it affects the amount of people I can catch up with, it affects the time I spend with Stacy, my girlfriend. It affects the time that even that I come back the next day. I know that if I've done a plethora of emails that I'll need the morning to regather before I can get back into, or if I've jumped into a ministry event and I'm telling kids about the gospel and how to pray and playing games. Now, even before, before this, one of our students came by, we helped build a new foosball table in the youth room. And then we played basketball before coming in here. So I'm like filled with a bunch mm -hmm. of energy, uh, just I'll stuff like that. that comment because right now, you know, my, my working genius is as you outlined, but I think the things that tax me are the, the things that are again, task driven. Um, I'm accountable to results and want to stay on, uh, on it, but it doesn't fulfill me. doesn't give me energy like being a creator, being kind of one to look at the bigger picture and try to, solve so the last two and a half months we have uh, scaled up our sales organization where we've hired about 50 more people to join our sales group well there's a lot of tasks a lot of administrative tasks and i found myself being my energy level was really taxed because it just wasn't energizing to me to do that kind of work can i do it yeah but it's not what gives me that uh, again, for lack of a better word, energy, excitement, like I do when I'm trying to solve a problem, when I'm trying to create a solution, when I get, hear, hear feedback, hey, that's a great idea. Those kinds of things energize me. And I think that's where Working Genius kind of stands out for me right now, relative to my recent two months of trying to scale up an organization. That's great insight. And a question branching from that, do you recall driving... Josh, Lexi, Bree to their games, the practices, getting their the school stuff. Like I work with a lot of parents that are driving their kids like no one. And to me, that's a lot of enablement and tenacity work. Do you thinking about that time of raising little ones? Is that a lot of working out, working in your frustration as well? Just not spending time with your kids because I know I, I know for a fact how much you love each yeah. of them, but doing things in order to make sure that they were being raised well. Yeah, no, it's it's a, another good question. And if I had to be honest and reflect on it, I think that's where Julie and I really complimented each, you know, each other. She enjoyed 
planning that schedule out to make sure we knew who had the practice, who had the game, where did we have to be? And she was the orchestrator of that. That's not what I would have enjoyed. But within that space of, okay, we got to get to this, this field at this time, we got to get to that. And she's got that all laid out. But maybe I kind of say, hey, let's grab a nice quick bite at this pizza shop. It's going to be a great time. You know, I'll look for ways to inject my capability, my work genius into what the plan is. Because, yeah, if I had to do that planning on top of trying to do making sure we're all having a good time and planned out in terms of you know, where we're going to eat or where we're going to stay with the hotel and have fun at the pool, uh, I wouldn't have had as much time, as much fun as I think we had as a family taking those kind of trips. That's so amazing. That's so amazing. I love hearing all of this and thank you so much, Uncle Jack, for joining us. I'm so thankful for just you taking the time out, but also I love catching yeah, up with you. Great time. And I appreciate what you're trying to do, Daniel. I think uh, um, you can impact a lot of folks with the work you're doing. Appreciate you. Email us at dtrosamc at gmail.com to continue the conversation for a free 30-minute consultation. Thank you to WSJF 92.7 for hosting us. Danny Gallagher for engineering the podcast here at St. Joseph Catholic Community. Tune in next time. God bless everybody. Everybody.